Hi, welcome back to The Cake with Joe and Jane. It's called The Cake because there is cake for everyone. Whether it's chocolate, walnut, red velvet, you name it, there's lots of different cakes. And it's definitely something that unites us here at Salisbury District Hospital. Thanks so much for joining us again. We have a great episode coming up for you all about age. But before we get into it, we should probably introduce ourselves again. So I'm Jane. I'm one of the divisional heads of nursing for a clinical division here at Salisbury Hospital. And my name's Joe. I'm the recruitment team leader here at the Trust. And we're really fortunate to have with us today um, one of the exec PAs, Kirsty McAllister, and legendary housekeeper, A.D. Chapman. <laughs> but as we all know, people are far more than just their job titles. So, Kirsty, what is one thing that people might not know about you? Um, I have a sausage dog called Frankfurter. <laughs> <laughs> Frankfurter? Frank for short, yeah. Obviously. Do you shout that across the park? Uh, I try not to, but it depends how naughty he's being, which is quite often. How old is Frank Furter? He's a year and a half now, so still a baby. Yeah. And Aidy, how about you? I have five grandchildren and a great-grandchild, which all live in Florida, the USA. Wow. wow. I have um, a son here, 23 years old, who's in the Army. And uh, my second wife now is expecting our first child in June of this year. Oh, wow. Oh, that is amazing. Again. I'm 69 this year and I'm going to be a father again, yes. Oh. Wow. <gasps> that's oh. really cool. Yeah, it is. It's, that's what keeps me young. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I can't believe you're 69. Uh, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. You literally don't look a day over 50. No. 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 Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank it's amazing. You. Yeah. At this stage of your life, Kirsty, what is most important to you and your friends? I think working out how to be happy you know there's so much going on in the world and we are aware of it and we do talk about it but it's working out how to live our lives to best suit us and still yeah. working out who we are a little bit as well yeah especially in the workplace are you big on socializing do you go out out no no <laughs> no I'm definitely out. a home bird yeah <laughs> Aidy, what about you well the continue the latter part of my life uh, life support my children raising uh, my new child which will be with me soon and uh, just to raise them the right way. So when you come to work, are you working because you're really career focused and work is like everything? Or are you more coming to work to fund the life outside of work? Would you say work-life balance is different for your age group? Yeah, probably. I think definitely since I've started here in my last job, it's more career focused. Whereas before it was sort of thinking, oh, what do I want to do this weekend? You know, where do I want to go traveling next? Yeah. Um, But yeah, definitely now I'm more focused on my career and what progression I can have from this job as well. And what I'll be doing in five years rather than what I'm going to be doing this weekend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you feel here in the workplace that your age um, has ever been a factor of of how you've been treated? I mean, here at the hospital, everyone is so friendly, as you know, that I don't think it's affected me outwardly, to be honest. Um, But I definitely have those thoughts sometimes where I'm the youngest one walking around and I've usually got a huge tray of teacups. So I offer to make everyone tea. Jane's seen me balancing them. Yep. Um, So I do wonder sometimes people just think I'm the tea lady sort of running around after everyone else. So much more. So (laughs) much more. one of the lovely things about working in an office near you whenever we come by and we say hi or anything and you you always offer everyone that cup of tea 
when you say you, you feel that you're the tea lady or perceived as that by others, why do you feel that? What, what does that come from? I think it's definitely more from my own anxiety rather than what other people are putting on to me in the yeah. office because we work with such nice people. But sometimes I do think cause I'm the youngest from our sort of group of PAs and managers by about 10 years and the youngest in my particular office of four by a bit more so I do wonder that sometimes people are sort of looking at me thinking okay what what are you offering that's the same as all these people who are so established in their careers and have worked for so much longer than you that type of thing yeah I can relate to that you know yeah I look around sometimes at some really experienced people and think you have that self-doubt, don't you? Sort of like yeah. phantom sort of style where you think, oh, I'm, do I have the right to be here? Bit of imposter syndrome. Yeah, imposter syndrome. syndrome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's something that I think I think of all ages we can fear and, and have. But yeah, I do un- totally understand where you're coming from on that one. Going to you, AD, yes. at your age, what do you see maybe differently from Kirsty when you're at work? Is there anything that you think people make assumptions about you? that is wrong not so much now i think um when i was working on the wards because i'm down on the glanville and lang buildings now people you know remark oh it's just a cleaner just a cleaner yeah and uh, i can always remember i was on um laverstock ward when i first came here and i got so many good comments and uh thanks from patients relatives and one guy said to me one day um he said, my wife's just coming in. There's no locker by the bed. And the nurse said, oh, well, there's no spare lockers. But there happened to be a spare bed in one of the other bays. And I went and got the locker for him. And he, th- he couldn't thank me enough, this guy. And he, and he asked me a question. He said to me, he said, where do you see your value in working as you, the job you're um, doing? I said, well, I look at it as a, like a house of cards. And we're right at the bottom. Yeah. And... If we, you know, if you start taking them away, and then the whole structure collapses completely. Yeah, and uh, and he said that's very good. You know, and and I always remember that. I think you know we all do um, a good service here for the NHS. Yes. I think we all do. But you always smile when you're doing it, Ad. I do. You know, yeah, I comment. Yeah, I enjoy it. So you know. So you have a very positive feeling about your age in the workplace oh absolutely yeah. so what about outside of work are you perceived you know for the for the age that you are or do you do you ever get that sort of like that perception that actually because you are young at heart people treat you younger yeah i do two three years ago i was uh, as my my son is in the army he just turned 21 yeah. and we had a uh, birthday dinner and everything in salisbury and it's all now all his friends we go around to the uh, chapel nightclub oh nice so i'm the oldest guy in there it must have been the oldest <laughs> guy in there and all the guy all these girls and guys so you went out. to the nightclub yeah nightclub yeah excellent uh, yeah i went to the nightclub and had a good time and <laughs> the people they, they, people thought i was some sort of celebrity because all the girls and the guys were coming out were students <laughs> yeah uh, from school oh, yeah it's fantastic it was yeah so age it's a number I've got a young child coming in June, so that's going to keep me very busy. Absolutely. Hopefully. I think that's amazing. So we've talked about um, your career and what job you currently have, Mm -hmm. etc. So what are your priorities with that at the moment? Probably retiring at the end of the year. Really? Well, because my uh, wife will be going back to work after maternity and uh, I'll be looking after a child. So it literally will be like daddy daycare. Excellent. I'll say I've look forward to retiring because i think you know you need to keep active keep yeah, moving, keep doing something but um yeah raising a child that'll keep me busy more than busy 
Yeah, I've done it before. I can do it again. No problems. So becoming a father at 69 is, mm-hmm. is no easy feat. How has that been perceived? You know, are you, is everybody excited? Are you nervous? Friends, family are excited, yes. Um, I can always remember when so I first came back from the USA and uh, I was with uh, met, uh, my ex-partner and my son. And I was 45 when he was born. Yeah. Yeah, when he was born. And my, one of my, my younger brother said to me, he said, ridiculous age to have a child he said um by the time you're retiring age you'll be wheeling around in a wheelchair and i thought wow so getting back to the question you just asked at 69 i've had no um negative uh uh good response on that breaking those it's stereotypes all, down it's all yeah it's all been positive yeah good. and excitingly as you just said it is exciting it, it, it is exciting yeah it's really exciting new, advent, new adventure absolutely yeah yeah but yeah and thinking about you kirsty and your current career, are you, what are your priorities with that? You, you've mentioned about progression, but what, have you got that five-year plan in your head? I think I have, personally. I only started with the Trust last June, so yeah. I really haven't been here that long. And I do actually love my job. I love working for the people that I do work for. And so I'm just really enjoying it at the moment and trying to be the best I can and still yeah. find my feet a little bit around the role. But in terms of the five-year plan, yeah, I do see myself progressing here, hopefully. Um, It is a great place to progress. And I, having swung past your office several times, you know, I like to poke (laughs) my head around the door. It's a really nice team to be involved with. Yeah, Um, I think that's really interesting as well, because while I'm working in a team, I've never really thought about anyone's age until this podcast came up. So when I'm working with people, I'll just turn around and think, who works for who? Who does what? It's never you know, their age never really comes into it because when you're in that team mentality, it's people's skills that talk louder than who they are. Yeah. So you say age never comes into that, but there must be times you have conversations and things are said that make it quite obvious that there is an age gap there. Yes, several times. So when I started at the Trust, because um, everyone's so friendly and chatty, you get talking. And I realised there are so many references that I just do not understand. Like (laughs) my first week, maybe my manager was looking at his screen going, oh, Betty, oh, Betty. And I thought, (laughs) Gavin, do I need to know about this Betty person? Is she causing problems? (laughs) And everyone started laughing at me. And it turns out it's from a show, Some Mothers Do Avum or something like that. And I literally knew nothing. You've never watched it? No, never. I had to Google it. I Google quite a lot of things that are discussed in our office, to be honest. And then I put them on a list. So I remember them for next time. (laughs) So so I remember once we were talking, I think you asked me my age or something, and you were shocked. And I said, oh, I'm like Doogie Howser. I started here really young. (laughs) And you didn't know who Doogie Howser was. No, I mean, I've got child doctor written down because you explained it to me, but it still means nothing, I'm afraid. <laughs> so a top tip for anybody coming in then, you would say is to Google things and write them down until it starts to sink in yes, and then go basically. back and watch them. Okay, yeah. right. There you go, listeners. Top tip from Kirsty. <laughs> so what else have you written on this list of things that you were, were unaware of? Oh, gosh. Um dial up and how that sounds my colleague Marcia very kindly sang that in my face what so, was in fax machines oh, no, like is the, that when internet. the internet used to, di- you used to oh, yes. dial up that noise oh, that yes. god awful noise it used to the make oh my god I remember that now yeah and like if you were dialing up on the, onto the internet nobody in your house was allowed to use the home telephone no yeah, it used to cut it out completely. So you'd be off. You, we couldn't have both back in the day. It was phone or internet. Did you not know that? I think it has been mentioned before, but it still blows my mind because of where technology is now. Oh my 
Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? You think how far we've come. Like I can literally do online banking, everything mm. from my phone. Yet when I was coming out of secondary school, it was still dial-up internet. So you used to shout down the stairs, I'm going on the internet. <laughs> on came that noise. <laughs> off went the home telephone. And that was the way you could keep hold of each other as well. Like the home telephone was your point of contact. So wow. being, yeah, it was, yeah, I do remember dial-up internet. Fond memories. What age did you get your first email? Must have been just after primary school, I think. So maybe starting in secondary school. And AD, how old were you when you first got your first email? 67. Oh, <laughs> a couple of years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's Not that I use it, but yeah, 60. It must be at least two years, yeah. So I just want to touch on something on here which speaks to my soul, is you've written down a Nokia 3310. <laughs> yes. Did you have one or do you not know what one was? No, I didn't know what one was. <laughs> they were the best phones in the world, okay? So they were indestructible. They, you could, they had interchangeable cases, uh, buttons that you could switch out. They were, you could drop them. Um, I dropped mine out of a car once. Ran it over, picked it up, <laughs> changed the case, changed the buttons, and it still worked. Oh, my gosh. These iPhones nowadays, you know, obviously you drop them on Are the they floor. like yeah. the classic brick that yeah. everyone refers These to? Oh, yeah, I've seen them in, in memes and stuff. I don't think they were quite the brick. Not the brick. Not the brick. Like, not not, really those, not those big things. You're but they were nothing. indestructible. And the <laughs> best thing about them is they had the game Snake on. Right. Oh, I played that on my mum's phone. Excellent. There yeah, we go. That's right, yeah. Cooking on gas. You know what Snake is. Okay. This is that's good. exciting. <laughs> Um, another thing on this list that I, I have noted down quite a lot of is music. Uh, yes. Obviously, you know, we've all got different music, yes. uh, musical choices. So what was the big band that you grew up with? Who stole your heart? I don't know if I was that into music. I was more into films, to be honest. But I remember Adele releasing her first album. <gasps> and okay. um, 19. Yes, yeah. thank you. Oh, One Direction had just okay. come in from The X Factor, Little Mix, oh God, things I like that. I voted for those on The X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my word. What about and you? AD, what about you? Music? Oh, rock, heavy rock groups. Uh, Led Zeppelin, Deep okay, Purple, yep. Yep. Uh, Black Sabbath, groups oh, like that. Yeah. Then you had uh, Faces, Rod Stewart. But uh, me, I, I, I like a, a mix of music. Yeah. I mean, I like country and western. Yeah. I used to like uh, Glenn Campbell, uh, the people like that. So I, no, I've seen them, the Four Tops, you know. Yeah. Um, from, uh, was it. Uh, you know, the USA, the, like know, Motown, Motown yeah. all the yeah. Yeah, Motown groups. Yeah. So we can expect to see you at Glastonbury this year then, you know, driving oh, yeah. down. I've never been there. I'd like, I'd like to go there one year, yeah. yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I'll come with you. <laughs> I've, I've been there, I saw a lot of concerts, you know, the, the heavy ones, Led Zeppelin, things like that. I've seen Rod Stewart two or three times. Yeah, and, that's uh, you can bring the baby. It's fine. Yeah, there you go. Baby's first grave. Yeah. Baby's first grave, I love that. So... Going back to when you were growing up or when you got to that first pivotal point, what was the big film from your from your that you remember from your era? Oh, well, the Harry Potters had been coming out. I think the first one was 2001, wasn't it? So I was yeah. three then. Oh, um, but gosh. I remember the last one coming out and um, the Twilight films were big. Okay, as well. yeah. they, no one likes to admit that they love Twilight, me especially, but they were big when I was younger. Everyone was so excited. So were you Edward or? Is it... Oh, I was team Edward, quite was embarrassingly so. Yeah, Jacob was the werewolf, wasn't he? The, the, the yeah. chap that turned with the werewolf. Ed was, Edward was the vampire, who I was a little bit obsessed with as well. I'm not going to yeah. say. You got me on that one. You got me on that one. And what about you, AD? What was the big film uh, that you sort of you remember from back in the day? I should imagine the early James Bond movies, uh, a lot of the westerns, uh, spaghetti westerns, mm -hmm. the Clint Eastwood movies, mm -hmm. things like that, which I still watch nowadays when yep. they come back on. Great westerns. What was the one that I watched the other day? Smokey and the Bandit. 
Oh, that's, absolutely. Yeah, Burt Reynolds, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Is that the car one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Really good. I think it was on UK TV Gold. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. You, do you not, you've not heard of Smoking the Bandit? Burt Reynolds? Mm. Sally Phil? Sorry. No. Huh? Come spend a weekend at my house. I'll make you watch UK TV Gold. Yeah. We'll watch Keeping Up Appearances, you know, One Foot in the Grave. And look, I can see you. You're literally like, you've got no idea what I'm talking about. It's just blank. I did learn about Butch Cassidy recently, though. Great Western. Uh, Paul yeah. Newman. Oh, okay. Robert what did Redford. you learn about Butch Cassidy? That it wasn't someone called Cassidy who's Butch. It was actually <laughs> the character name. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thinking about TV, let's stick with the TV. Yeah. So when I was younger, we used to wake up on a Saturday morning and watch uh, SMTV. Ant and Deck. Ant and Deck, yes. yeah. But I knew them before they were on Ant and Deck, being from the north. Um, they were in Biker Grove, and you couldn't not watch Biker Grove. Do you remember them as PJ and Duncan? No, I've only known them as like X Factor presenters or Britain's Got Talent or whatever they were on. So you don't know about their singing career? No. Oh, I've heard about Let's Get Ready to Rumble. I've never go. seen it. Redeemed but... yourself there nicely. I've heard of it, yes. <laughs> it was a classic, wasn't it, back oh in the day? God, PJ yeah. and Duncan. On... Even Bait a Grove. I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> so who was your Bond? You said you watched Bond back in the day. Who was your Bond? Uh... The original was um, Sean Connery, then it was Roger Moore. M- yeah. I'll say Roger Moore. Yeah. 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 And Kirsty, who was your Bond? It's Daniel Craig. It's the only Bond I know, really. Not a bad one, to be fair. No, Actually, he is great. He's done really well, I will say. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he's not done bad. There's <laughs> <laughs> been numerous since, but uh, before him, yeah. Clint Eastwood, you heard of Clint Eastwood? I've heard the name, but I can't think of anything he's in. Oh, my Sorry. He's a, di- he's a big director and actor. Is he? He's 91 years old now. And he's still, oh, he's still wow. filming. You two need to hang out more. Yeah. You two would be great. You could teach <laughs> each other everything. Have you heard of TikTok, AD? TikTok? Yeah. Is there someone on the phone? Yes. Yeah, so I have. Ah, see? <laughs> see? I can teach you're you nothing. Younger, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. so, so you reference yeah. TikTok. Yeah. And are you much of a social media person? Do you go on... Instagram. I actually don't have TikTok. I watch most of the reels through Instagram, but I'm not a huge social media person. I don't love it. Um, That's interesting because quite a lot of our demographic, Mm. look at me putting myself in your age bracket. I'm not. (laughs) Listeners, I'm 32. Um, Slightly older. But Thank you. Um, But it is a big thing, isn't it? Social media is huge. huge. That's quite interesting that actually you're not massive on social media. I mean, I don't put a huge presence out there for myself on social media. Like, I don't have Twitter, TikTok. I've got Facebook, but mostly to keep in group chats that I don't have people's numbers for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel old on social media sometimes because my sister's 18. There's six years between us. We've got a brother in the middle, bless him. Poor guy. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And my sister, she is, yeah, she makes me feel old quite a lot, to be honest. She heard I was coming on to an age podcast and she was like, oh, right, as an old person. Oh. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I'm representing the youth. And she went, you? Bless her. Brilliant. So, AD, looking back, is there anything that you would tell your younger self, any advice you'd give your maybe 24-year-old self that you wish you'd known then that you know now? Yeah, I, I tell my funny thing is it's a good question though, is because uh, I tell my son now you know he's got he has a partner or fiance and they're very happy and I I try to emphasize to him because in my younger days um, a lot a lot of girlfriends and I try not I, and <laughs> so if I could go back to my twenty I'd like to go back 
take that advice I'm telling my 23 yeah. year old son now not to, you know not to be like I was you know well, you were a little bit of a Casanova back it was, it was it was bad it was and <laughs> it, yeah and uh, and it's finally taken me all this time to find that groove I'm happy in yeah 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 and then Kirsty, thinking about all the different generations that you work with is there anything you'd like to know about the older generation that would help with your understanding of working with them or any advice you'd like from them I guess it's perspective that would be most helpful because everything, well, so many things now seem like such a big deal to me. And when I get sort of 10 years down the line, I know that I will look back on some things and think this is not an issue now, like calm down. Um, So I'm really looking forward to that. And I appreciate that from my colleagues as well. We obviously cannot let you go today without asking you a really important question. And that is, what is your favourite cake? Kirsty. I mean, any cake's good with me, but is that a lemon drizzle? Yes. It looks amazing. Yes, that's my favourite today. Yes. Aidy, what about you? What's your favourite cake? Once again, I have a sweet tooth, which I said to Dave on the phone the other day. Uh, Carrot cake. I do love carrot cake. Nice. Well, make sure before you leave here, you dig into these beautiful cakes that Jane did, actually baked by hand. These are all baked by Jane. That's amazing. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks very much for coming on. We really do appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Cake. And a massive thank you to all our guests for taking the time out to record. Yeah, we really do appreciate you coming on and having these important conversations with us. And if you'd like to listen to another episode, they are all available for you now, wherever you get your podcasts from. Well then, Jane, fancy a slice? How are you?